0: Hello, NRL fans. Welcome back to the NRL Rewind Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Namofsky. Welcome to another off-season team preview Supercoach pod. I have once again got Nom with me again. Nom, how are you, mate?
1: I'm very well, mate. I'm uh, excited for this one.
0: Look, you know, it's a team that I didn't think I would have in the 8th when I started this, but we are coming to team number 8 in the uh, ladder predictor here, the West Tigers. Now, when I say that to you, Nom... I understand Tim Sheens is the coach in 2023. I understand that. I understand Luke Brooks is the 7 for this team. But let's go through this starting 17 on because I feel like... I like it. This is a very, very strong team. At the fullback, Dane Laurie. On the wings, Ken Mamalo, David Norfoluma. In the centres, Stafford Toa, Brett Naden. In the halves, Adam Dewey with Luke Brooks. The front row, David Klemmer with Steph-o, Stefano Oitikamanu. Apisai Khorisau at nine. In the back row, a tremendous back row, John Bateman, Isaiah Papali'i, Joe Offenengauwe. On the bench, Jake Simpkin, Alex Twal, Pole and Blore. I saw you just nodding your head when I was reading out that back row of Papali'i, Bateman and Offenengauwe. It's easily the best one to 13 in the comp, is it not?
1: <laughs> I don't know about one to 13, but um it's it's definitely look I I'm a big fan of Adam Dewey and I'm a big fan of this sort of uh forward pack. It's I mean they've recruited really well, you know. That Benji worked his magic, you know, he's doing the rounds calling pretty much all his mates to come to the Tigers. But um look, top eight, I'm not gonna knock you back on it. I, I like it.
0: I didn't misspeak there I said I, th- I was meant to say 11 to 13. I know the <laughs> 1 to 13 isn't there but just it's... from Bateman probably in off and down Galway it's a strong strong back row yeah, you could easily go forward
1: yeah. yeah yeah that's
0: it let's look at some of the key matchups here and some of the things in this squad we're looking at because I think let's start with the reserves because I actually think this surprised me normally with the Tigers they normally that's a good one to 13. An okay bench and some not very good uh, backups. But when you look at who's, you know, in terms of waiting in the wings, you're Charlie Staines, Asuka Poa, you've got guys like Junior Tupo, Tommy T- Tommy, Tommy Talau in the back row, in the backs, you're Alex Saifar, Tuki Simkins in the second row. There's just options that you can bring in and out of this team, which I really do like. So it's a team that. If A couple of injuries bite in the back row and in the outside backs, like they did last year. They've actually got some decent coverage this year,
1: yeah. I mean, while Charlie States is a premiership winning winger, um, did he come over on a swap deal? Or, yeah, is so it was, him, it was him for Tyra
0: and Peachy, was the swap deal from the Panthers,
1: okay?
0: And look, I'm just looking at it now. I think Mamala and North Lim have to start. I think you know, giving them a really good four pack to run behind and having Harvest that can control it you got to see what that looks like. Uh, and I think Dane Laurie, from what we've seen in a poor Tiger side with some of the flashes he's shown, he at least needs to get the start at, at, at the fullback. Do you agree with that? Or do you think Staines could potentially be put into the number one from early, the early rounds?
1: Ooh, um, I would have thought Charlie Staines might have come on the wing for Ken Marlowe, actually. Mm. Uh, look, I know Mimalo, uh he brings, the, he brings the ball up well. But Dane Laurie, he's been one of the best players over the last, yeah, ever, pretty much ever since it came over. Then Norfaluma, he's, uh, I mean, he was the best winger in the in the world, you know, uh, not too long ago, and uh, uh, he he again brings the ball back pretty well as well.
0: I'm just gonna spoil it now because we we normally get to our guns and our avoids, but I won't be able to talk about any of these two guys in that area. I've actually got David Norfaluma as my biggest bounce-up back player in 2023. I've got an offer as the fifth-best center wing this season. Mm. I think that we're going to see a return to that form, like you said, how, you know, he'll scoring 20 tries. We know all the base that he had, you know, 50 just in base. Yeah. I think this is the season. Like I said, I think this forward pack is going to do wonders for the halves, and those halves, uh, Dewey and Brooks, are very it's good at so distributing it. the ball and getting it out in time when needed.
1: Yeah, 100%. I mean, Luke Brooks, I mean, there's I know there's a lot of jokes with Luke Brooks, but uh, now he's got a Ford pack to really sort of lay the platform for him. And Adam Dewey, I mean, he's a threat whether he he's, he runs it or whether yeah, he's a great distributor as well.
0: So we'll leave the Adam Dewey talk for a little bit, but Luke Brooks, let's go to him because I expect a big season from Luke Brooks. You know, we have so, seen him in bad Tiger sites perform well. And I think I've always... Probably been a big Luke Brooks defender in terms of our group and our Supercoach uh, draft league. But what he offers in terms of, especially let's go to Supercoach at least, because obviously that's where we're focusing here. His running game and his ability to get the ball out on time and make a line break is exactly what you want from a super Coach halfback. And instead of picking a guy like, you know, let's go past Nathan Cleary and Nico Hines, like a guy like uh, Daly De- Cherry Evans or Jerome Hughes in the second round. Or you could literally wait till round ten and just stack Luke Brooks and get like nine yeah, percent of the job he's done. He's a joke
1: because not, not 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 that he's a joke, but you know there, there is a gag that, that you know there, there's a lot on Luke Brooks back. But um, yeah, I could definitely see a lot of people that Luke Brooks slide it. But he, he, you're right. He's he's a solid sort of a, a super coach playing that you know he's got great. He's got a great running game when you know he does run.
0: Yeah, and again, I think before we go into the guns here, the other guy I want to talk about is Dane Laurie. A guy that again, similar in drafts that we spoke about, is gonna fall down in drafts. You know, you're gonna have your first, you know, eight guys that are gonna be just, you know, your, the guys you know, Teddy, Latrell, Turbo, all those type of guys. If you're in a 12-man league and you don't get one of those guys, all of a sudden you're way in there. Dane Laurie, if this Tigers pack clicks could do your wonder. So, you know, I'm thinking of a strategy of, if you know, I get one of those guys, let's say I'll go and get Will Kennedy in round six and Dane Laurie in round 11. And you can just play either on the matchup. You know, that that's an option. And I think Dane Laurie is someone who either may not get drafted at all or will be very, very late. Could be very sneaky, depending on how this West Tigers draw opens up for them.
1: Yeah, 100%. I mean, Dane Laurie... Um... I've got a feeling he, he will be he will be drafted in our sort of competition toward Manly. but but um, yeah.
0: Look, let's go into the guns because there's some, for the first time in a while, I could see myself owning quite a few Tigers. Number one has to be Isaiah Papalini. I've got him as the best second rower in the game. The way he's able to work on an edge, get his attacking stats, but then also go through the middle and get those base meters in the middle. They took away his jewel again, which we spoke about in a couple of other pods. They're so stingy this year, and I really hope that they've got one more update before the season starts, I believe. I really hope they start thinking about opening up some of these jewels again, because a guy like Ipap, literally, even though he was named on an edge every week, he played middle for big chunk minutes through games.
1: Yeah, that's right. I mean, yeah, he was pretty much, yeah, used right up in the middle, and um yeah, it's a crying shame that he's uh, lost that sort of uh, dual position. But I I think he, he still might go in the first round, to be honest.
0: Oh, look, I've got him as a first round grade. He's one of those guys that the floor is a 65 uh, and the the ceiling is a 130, 140. So I think IPAP is definitely going to be similar to how Payne Haas was a couple of years ago where you know he went 10th in a draft. I think we'll see IPAP go early. But number two in the guns is his back row partner, John Bateman. Straight into the app, straight into my team nom. I got him as the third best sec- second rower. Look, he's third. older. I got him as third. What he offers compared to the traditional second rower, we saw what he did at the Raiders, and I know it was a couple of seasons ago. His ability to get on the outside of his opposing second rower and the ability to use his hands and ball play from the second row position is nearly unmatched in the NRL at the moment. There's not really many second rowers that have got the skill set of a John Bateman. And John Bateman can be that guy that can. I'll give you. I'll give you a scenario. Let's go back into my big board here, and I'll give you. Okay, I'll give you Dave Fafita, who I've got at number nine. So Dave Fafita, I think in his big games, is maybe an extra 10%, 15 percent more than Bateman. But Bateman's floor is at least triple what Fafita's is. So in terms of what yeah. he's going to give you as an overall value pick, especially if you're getting him in round. Three, four, depending on how your draft is going to go. I think, I think he'll go sneakily around two an hour, So I think he's be, people will be very high on him. Uh, but yeah, John Johnny Bateman, especially in classic, I think he came into the game at about six hundred thousand something like that. He's straight into my team this year. I'm all on Johnny Bateman this year.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I'm assuming the next one we're going to talk about is it my man Adam Dewey.
0: It's Adam Dewey. So the last gun here, I've got him as the four five eight. If this Tiger seems gonna cool. make the finals, he's gonna be goal kicking, he's gonna be the lead playmaker, the unquestioned, undisputed playmaker in this team. He's a five-eight only. Again, took away another jewel. He all that talk about him being a center and playing in the centers, they took the jewel away. But I think he's gonna be a first or second round pick in a lot of leagues. I think people will really I think first round's an overdraft. I think late second, early thirty is exactly where you want him. But I would love to have Adam Dewey this year. If I could partner somehow Adam Dewey with John Bateman or Adam Dewey with iPap, you are cooking with gas.
1: Uh, Adam Dewey, I uh was it, it was a twenty twenty one season where I actually traded Nathan Cleary for, for Adam Dewey back when um, uh Nathan Cleary had a bunk shoulder and Adam Dewey was pumping out yeah, you eighties know, for, for breakfast.
0: Yeah, 80s is yeah. just a standard. It was it was yeah. tons when he wanted it. So, look, it's a great pick, and I think he's going to be very, very highly rated this year. A couple of avoids here. Look, I've got, again, and this is a team that I don't think there's many avoids in terms of, I don't think there's been many reaches. I would give a slight David Clemmer. I think he's coming in where he was the unquestioned leader in that Newcastle pack, and now he's going to be, you know, there's a lot of minister feed, especially with uh, Twell and Bloor and Polley off the bench. So a slight one on him. I think anyone thinking that Abisai Corrales is going to get not eighty minutes in this team is mistaken. I think you have got a guy like Jake Simkin who came in and did a really good job last year, so I think Simpkin will get a run. So I don't think Ap- I think is going to get some good attacking stats. I've got him as the uh, fifth best uh, hooker option this year, so definitely someone you can play. But I don't think he's going to be in that elite tier. And then finally, I think Charlie Staines. Like I said, I think he's going to be on the outside looking in at the start. And I know he's a premiership-winning fullback, uh, winger, and he's played fullback in the past. Just a slight stay away on Charlie Staines to start with. Anyone you would add there?
1: Um, I, I think that's, yeah, I think you've covered all of them, you know. Um, yeah, a lot of people might look at David Clemmer and think, uh, you know, he, he did really well at Newcastle last year. But as you said, um, coming to Tigers, it's a different sort of dynamic. He's not, I mean, he is He's, he's still a big dog, but there is a lot of sort of mouse to feed uh, on this bench
0: we'll leave it there number eight nom i can't believe it i was i was so close to putting him at number nine just to get the jokes in but i thought i'd keep it true and i think that this is this team's in for a really really uh entertaining season so we'll leave it there number eight the west tigers thanks for joining us nom
1: always oh, always a pleasure you've heard it here first tigers top eight this year
0: you heard it mate above my Parramatta eels let's not forget i've got them at number nine this year so very, very telling as a Paramount fan to say the Tigers move better. But we'll leave it there. I'm sure we'll talk more about it. Thank you, for everyone, for listening. Have a great day. We'll hear from you soon. Cheers.